0: Everybody, it's Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, and now that the Today Show's a podcast,
1: we are hitting the road, bound for the Tokyo Olympics. That's right. You can listen every day for all the action inside the games, the history-making moments, and great athlete interviews as they go for gold. Here's a listen to this morning's episode.
0: Subscribe and follow Today wherever you're listening right now. Good morning, breaking overnight, gymnastics stunner, reigning Olympic champion Simone Biles forced out of the team competition by a medical issue. Her future in Tokyo now uncertain, but her teammates able to battle through the unexpected adversity, earning the silver medal without their star. We'll have the very latest live. Team FINA. And Lydia Jacoby is going to win gold for the United States. 17-year-old Lydia Jacoby stuns the favorites winning gold and setting off a wild frenzy among her family and friends back home in Alaska. Lydia is with us live this morning. Surfing USA American Carissa Moore wins the first ever gold medal in women's surfing
2: the air like you just don't care Carissa Moore, your Olympic gold medalist
0: she'll hang 10 with us just ahead flaming out a shocking upset in tennis Japan superstar Naomi Osaka who lit the Olympic cauldron eliminated overnight what she's saying about her surprising defeat those stories plus doing it for dad an emotional medal winning performance from U.S. triathlete Katie Zafiriz just months after losing her father.
3: I definitely felt him and I feel like he'd just be so happy.
0: She'll tell us about the touching sign from above that inspired her historic run, bike, and swim today, Tuesday, July 27, 2021.
4: The gold medal will go to USA.
5: History
4: made in Tokyo. Alaska has an Olympic gold medalist. From NBC News, this
0: is a special edition of Today at the Olympic Games with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Tokyo, Japan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Today. So happy you're joining us. It's a Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. out west, 11 p.m. at night here in Tokyo. I am live here at the Gymnastics Center, and boy, Savannah and Craig, what a shocking morning it was. I mean, I don't know anybody who could have seen this thing coming. The women's team final turned on its head after Simone Biles withdrew.
1: Yeah, it was a stunner. No one saw it coming. This is not how we thought this night would go. Of course, we'll see how it all unfolded Mm -hmm. on primetime tonight on NBC. Simone Biles withdrawing from the competition in a stunner. And she confirmed to NBC Sports Andrea Joyce just moments after the competition that it was not a physical injury that kept her out of the competition tonight. She said, I feel fine physically. It's more mental. It has to do with something internal. And then just moments ago Hoda you sat down with Simone and the team.
0: Yeah it was really something I mean I have to say Savannah it was so weird because everybody is in such great spirits which really speaks to the essence of this team and just to recap in case people are getting up and going like what happened Simone Biles started off on her first event it was the vault everyone was watching her she did a flip and it looked like she landed in a funky way and I wasn't sure like did she hurt her ankle or was she just disappointed with her vault we couldn't tell she grabbed her sweat she went off with a trainer she came back a few minutes later spoke to her team and said she was withdrawing from this competition. I mean it left her team reeling Simone said they were crying in fact because they were like what are we going to do now. Well, you know what they did they stepped up to the plate and they got a silver medal which was pretty incredible and some, Simone turned into like the team coach slash cheerleader it was incredible. So as I was waiting for them to come through the mix zone which is after they play you know the anthem of, of Russia who won. They came walking through, and I wasn't quite sure what to expect. I didn't know. I said, "Are they going to be upset? Are they going to be happy? What's going to be the tone?" Well, you take a judge for yourself. Take a look. We love you. Thank you. I just have to say, I was kind of like shocked, but in the audience, I was watching you on that first vault. I wasn't sure if you were wincing because you were in pain or you're wincing because something happened. Or first, just tell me you're okay.
3: Yes, I'm okay. Just super frustrated how the night played out, but super proud of these girls that stepped up and did what they needed to do, and now we're um, Olympic silver medalists. So
0: it's something that they'll cherish forever. Y'all are shining stars. I have to tell you, you stepped up. We hope America still loves us. <laughs> can I Can I assure you of something? America loves you more. Well, thank America you. loves you more today after what happened because it thank was incredible. You. To watch you guys step up, but just set people at ease, Simone, just for a minute, because every you know, people go to the when they right. don't know, they go to the crazy yeah, end of, of like, oh my gosh, something's terribly wrong. Right. But where would you be, where would you put yourself on a scale of one to ten in terms of how you're feeling physically and emotionally?
3: Um, physically, I feel good. I'm in shape. Um, emotionally. That kind of varies on the time and the moment, you know, uh, coming here to the Olympics and being the head star of the Olympics is not an easy feat. So we're just trying to take it one day at a time and we'll see.
0: OK, well, we're, you feel us. I hope you feel us because today you. we said that you you were you, you proved that you're a winner today, maybe more than any other day. Thank I watched you. you get the chalk for everybody. Yes. I watched you cheer. <laughs> I watched you. you dance with Jordan. I watched you all. I watched you. Thank you. Jordan. You were on that beam. You were like, excuse me, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Make room. Yeah. It's time for Jordan's time. You, you came through, like, I mean, did you su- even surprise yourself?
3: I honestly did, considering what had happened yeah. two days ago. But um, I honestly, at that moment in time, I knew I had to put my, foot, my feet into her shoes and show the world that no matter what happens, that we can all take a place of somebody who's also great. And, you know, it was... It was mind-blowing. I was just very happy that after my series, I was on the beat. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my gosh. I, mean, freaking, yeah, yeah. I,
6: mean, yeah. Yeah. I was
0: screaming. Yeah, Everybody. You had the meat of your life, too. Yeah. We watched you compete. I felt your dad's presence, even though he wasn't in the room. Mm-hmm. I know you guys probably all felt that pressure. Like, now we have to not yes. just perform, we have to overperform. Yeah. What was that feeling like for
3: um, you? It was very emotional. Yeah. You know, there was time where I was, like, breaking down <laughs> on sure. the arena. But I pulled myself together and I knew what I needed to do and I'm just really proud of all three of us because we really did step up to the plate when we needed to and I probably wouldn't have it any other way. It's really hard losing a teammate, especially someone so amazing. So You
0: killed it, Grace. Thank, Thank you. you. you killed it. You Thank had amazing a, Grace. Yeah, amazing Grace. Is that her new nickname? <laughs> yeah. Amazing Grace. Did you just come in with confidence?
3: Yeah, I mean, I just knew that we needed to have a really good day and we yeah. all did. I think they really stepped up and Showing people what we were made of. We fought till the end.
0: And lastly, just one last thing. Thank you, though. Simone, what did you tell everybody, your teammates? Because I know they were shocked when when this happened. They They were freaking out.
3: (laughs) They were, like, crying, and I was like, you guys need to relax. You're gonna be fine without me. Go out there, you kick some butt, just like you've done in training, and just lay it out on the floor and see what happens. You kind of became
0: a coach. I I did. I kind of like that uh, a
3: little bit more. I think I'm gonna (laughs) stay back now.
0: (laughs) Simone, do we think we'll see you on Thursday, or how are you feeling?
3: Um, we're going to take it day by okay. day
0: and we're just going to see. Okay, good. I love thank you. Thank you. I love you. you. I love, I love you. you. I love you. I love you. We're so proud <laughs> of you, America. I <laughs> love you. you. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll see you Thursday. Okay, I love you. Bye, guys. See ya. I mean, look at them. Look at them. Are they not incredible? Like, blew me away. It was a, they they just, they just blew me away. Anyway, I think that Simone to be in that kind of a spirit. Uh, was was pretty yeah. remarkable to me, and to see all the rest of the gymnasts like rally like that. You know, they had that eye of the tiger, like, uh oh, it's up to us now, and they proved what they could do. I mean, and they were they were a ten plus. So I told them. They said, "Does America still love us?" I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Absolutely. Like, America loves you more. So, uh, you know, come on.
1: Well, they stepped up in a big way in a really, really tough moment, Hoda. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll check back in with you early and often. Uh, we want to turn now to NBC Olympics primetime host Mike Tarico. And again, we'll see this all and how it unfolded <laughs> tonight yeah. in primetime. But I mean, let's just start there. I mean, it is kind of perplexing to see Simone. You know she does seem to be in good spirits, she says it's not a physical issue, so it must be something going on mentally, you know and we're left to wonder what's going on but of course, the Olympic pressure is real even for somebody who's been there many times and who is the greatest of all time. Right.
5: Look when you have a goat on your leotard and on your slides that has been. Mentioned by other people about you that you are the greatest of all time. And I I think we live in a society in a day and age where we forget what happened 15, 20, 25 years ago. But the people who've been around the sport for a long time say she's the best of all time because of the things she does that no one else has done. So the title has been earned and it's a heavy burden to wear. And when somebody tells you you're the best that's ever done this, but go out and do it again and do it again, it becomes challenging. And whether it's Naomi Osaka in tennis or Michael Phelps, the great Olympian, who we've been spending a lot of time with this week, Michael did a documentary titled The Weight of Gold, talking to other Olympians about the pressure. And it's unique and it's different. There's no team. There's no head coach to defer a little bit of that pressure. And she has said just in these interviews in the last hour that, there's a mental aspect to this. We'll hear more, we'll understand more, but at least she's facing that reality and has shared that with us.
7: Mike, let's talk about what Team USA was was able to, to mm. pull off uh, in, in the wake of this this stunning news without the GOAT. They still go out and bring home a, a silver medal. How, how impressive is that?
5: It's super impressive. As Hoda was talking to the other three women on the team, we were all reflecting on that. Without getting in the weeds of the scoring of the gymnastics, Because Simone was out of the rest of the competition, the other three pieces of apparatus, all three gymnasts had to score. Usually you drop the lowest in this case because it's three people involved. They all could not fail, and they did enough to win a silver medal, which is amazing. So
1: no room for error. They had to be pretty much perfect.
5: (laughs) Exactly. And they weren't perfect or else they would have won gold. They didn't lose the gold to the ROC, the Russian Olympic Committee, which they're competing as Russia because of a. Doping violations many years, uh, several years ago, but for them to accomplish this, those three, I think, will have a very special place within the history of USA gymnastics for the women.
7: Is this a watershed moment? I mean, you mentioned Naomi Osaka, you mentioned Michael Phelps. Is this going to lead to to some um, great reckoning in our society with regards to
5: how? we treat athletes how much pressure we put on them? All right, l- let's process it. We're two hours in. But I yeah. think it's just part of the story. Like we said with those other athletes, the athletes are speaking up. There's more media than ever. I, we all know that the phone and social media and everything that's out there, you hear the good, you hear the bad. We build up higher. It's a deeper fall. So, uh, look, it's part of a conversation that we all are more aware of. I think yeah. mental health in general, not just in sports, but certainly when you see the best athletes who get built up, and they feel that pressure. If they feel like they can share it and it will make their lives better, good for them individually. And Simone Biles has left the door open to compete at some point this week. Let's well, see I was going to ask out. you
1: about that. So how, what are the other potential yeah. opportunities for her to compete? We'll see if she wants to and is able to. But what, what's out there left to do?
5: So over the next six days or so, you have the all-around, which is the one gymnast and the many apparatus. And then you have the individual apparatus. And she's qualified as of now for all four. So we could see her still in four more sessions as we go through. Will she do them? I, I don't know. I, we obviously don't know. And after a night's sleep on it over here in Tokyo time... and. A day to answer more questions. We'll find out more about that. But she does have the chance if she wants to. She's still eligible
1: to do all of it. Hope she gets to.
5: Yeah, Mike. Thank
1: you for staying up late with us. No problem. Early, late, yesterday, exactly. tomorrow. Nobody knows, but.
5: And our prime time on the West Coast is on at five Pacific. It's live okay. across the country, so this will be on in about nine and a half hours. As soon as we come on the air, we'll start with what happened in gymnastics. I think stuff.
1: a lot of people are going to want to watch and see exactly what happened tonight. For, for sure. sure. So
5: that means
7: Mike's going to get about three hours sleep. Yeah. Three and a
1: half. <laughs> get in your jammies. You okay. Thank you. Well, let
7: us turn to the other big headlines of the morning from here in Tokyo. That silver by the women's team in gymnastics helping team USA vault to the top of the medal count just ahead of China, host nation Japan, and the aforementioned group from Russia. NBC's Tom Yamas is here with more on how our athletes earned some of
4: those newest medals. Hey Tom. Hey, guys, good morning. Despite that news about Simone Biles, there is so much to celebrate for Team USA. From Florida to Alaska, Americans were on their feet, cheering one of the greatest moments so far in these games, a teenage Olympian who has captured the heart of the U.S. plus this gnarly tropical storm. It was perfect for surfing, adding one more gold medal to Team USA. Lydia Jacoby, the 17-year-old from Alaska, is putting on the surge of her career. It's moments like these that keep us coming back for more. American teenager Lydia Jacoby capping off the swim of a lifetime, winning gold in the 100-meter breaststroke and defeating teammate and defending champ Lily King in a stunning upset. Alaska has an Olympic champion. And the celebration was on. The two stars sharing a hug in the pool. Jacoby's parents soaking in the scene in Orlando. While back home in Seward, Alaska, a massive watch party erupting. It's like your favorite team winning the Super Bowl, but better the first swimmer from Alaska to ever qualify for the Games, now etching her remarkable story into Olympic lore.
8: There's only one 50-meter pool, and it's never really set up in long course.
4: How does that feel to be from Alaska, to know that you're an Olympic champion and all it's taken to train?
8: Yeah, it means so much um, to have my whole state backing me and now the whole country as well. um, it's been huge.
4: Ryan Murphy coming up short in the 100-meter backstroke, trying to defend his gold from Rio, Murphy taking bronze ending nearly three decades of golden dominance in the event by the U.S. men. Murphy tipping his cap to his competitors after a great race. Today I was third best and you know that's that's okay. In tennis a shocker the face of the Tokyo games Japanese star Naomi Osaka beaten in the third round knocked out of competition. While on the men's side Novak Djokovic is crushing the competition hitting 14 aces in his last match and he does it with an ace and now one step closer to the Golden Slam all four majors and an Olympic gold Tarazi in basketball the U.S. women's team off to a strong start in their bid for seven straight golds. the Americans taking down Nigeria for their 50th straight Olympic win. And early this morning, an action-packed surfing competition in the first Olympics to feature the sport. The finals moved up because of that tropical storm, which created waves and an opportunity for American Carissa Moore, carving out a gold in women's shortboard. In the triathlon, Katie Zafiris battling her way to bronze, becoming the third American woman ever to medal in the event.
3: I just kept telling myself just to focus on the moment and really just stay where I was.
4: With her mother watching back in the States, Zafiris competing in honor of her late father, Bill, who passed away in April.
3: I definitely felt him, and I feel like he'd just be so happy.
4: And congrats to Katie there, and we have one more update this morning in softball. Team USA, which had gone undefeated at these Olympics, lost to Japan in the gold medal game, still winning a silver, and we are so proud of them. Guys, back to you. Yes, we are. Mr.
7: Yamas, thank you. Good, sir.
1: Well, Lydia Jacoby joined us here earlier this morning. We're going to have that conversation for you just ahead. But let's get a check of the weather. And for that, we turn to Mr. Roker. We got the Tokyo forecast and what's happening out west, too.
2: That's right. We're looking right now. This little system, in fact, the tropical storm, that that typhoon, we're getting a little backwash there. So you'll see a few showers here in Tokyo. Not going to be a big problem later on. As we move a little further east to the west coast, we are looking a lot of moisture starting to funnel its way in. They need some of that because it's been so hot and so dry. Isolated flash flooding, in fact, possible. Torrential rain on saturated ground already, and that causes a big problem that goes through today on into tomorrow. Rainfall amounts generally going to be fairly light. We're talking about one to two inches in the southwest, but that's enough to cause some of that flash flooding. Rest of the country today, we are looking for extreme heat in the western plains. Severe storms in the northern Great Lakes. Hot and humid through the lower Mississippi River Valley with scattered showers along the southeastern Atlantic coast. Plenty of sunshine making its way on through the northeast with a scattered shower or two. The heat continues out west, and that heat is going to be building as we get on into the weekend and into the early parts of next week. We're talking a wide swath of feels-like temperatures that will be in the triple digits. And that's your latest weather.
1: Guys? All right, Al. Thank you. Just ahead, we're going to have much more on that unexpected development in gymnastics this morning. Simone Biles out of team competition, but her teammates hang on and stepping up. They won silver. We'll talk about where things go from here with Simone's former teammates Ali Raceman and Lori Hernandez. But first this is today on NBC. We're back 7:30 on the West Coast on a Tuesday morning the Olympic flame is burning it's 11:30 at night here in Tokyo. That's the image of National Stadium at this hour and a lot of drama going on here. Yeah, indeed,
7: we're here on our today set but Hoda is just a few miles away at the Ariake Gymnastics Center where she just talked to Simone Biles and the entire US women's gymnastics team winning the silver medal without its star after she exited the competition. Hoda,
0: Yeah, you know, guys, it was the big question was what happened? Like, what happened to Simone? And I think people were wondering, you know, did she twist her ankle? Did she hurt herself? Like, why did she withdraw from the competition? Because knowing Simone, it had to be a big, big deal for her to say, you know, I'm going to pull the plug here and I'm not going to compete. Well, it turned out that after some interviews that she did after the competition, including one with me, she talked about how it was not a physical issue, but a mental one. And she may be back. On Thursday for the competition, but she wasn't sure. So we have two of Simone's former teammates with us now. We have uh, gold medal winners, Allie Raisman and Laurie Hernandez. Guys, it's so uh, good to see you, Allie. Let me just let me start with you. Um, it was clear <laughs> afterwards. Hey, honey, it was clear afterwards that Simone was talking about um, how this was a mental issue how it was very like the the weight of the world was on her shoulders and I think we're now it's clear it was a, an, a mental and an emotional issue for her talk to us about what you think she was going through and if you think we will be seeing her on Thursday
9: uh, I mean it's hard to know what sorry that's my dog <laughs> uh, it's hard to know what Simone is going through. Um, you know, I think Lori can and I can only guess from our own experience of the pressure that we dealt with. But Simone is going in as the number one story going into the Olympics, and I saw a headline the other day saying she was going to win six gold medals. So it's really hard. It's it's so much pressure. And you know, my coach used to tell me when I was younger, that the hardest place to be in the world as an athlete is number one because you have so much pressure. Everyone in the world is is watching you, looking up to you, and there's not a lot of room for error.
1: Well, um, Lori, let me bring you into this because you've been there too. You guys, you mean, you're gold medalists. You've been in that position, but so has Simone, yeah. and she has shown that she can withstand that pressure and excel. She's done that again and again and again what i mean do you have any insight into what may have caused her to crack this time what may have made her want to take that extraordinary step
6: yeah i mean i don't i don't want to call it a crack i think more so it's just there is kind of bouncing off of what Ali said like there is so much pressure yeah. on this woman to go out and to like dominate and win the u.s all these medals and at the end of the day she's a human being yeah. and I'm really proud of her you know if if there's an issue happening where it's like hey I don't feel comfortable doing this right now like I am not here or. Whether she just doesn't feel like she can handle that if there is a physical issue that she doesn't want to talk about we don't know we don't want to speculate we do want to give her the space but just let her know that we're supporting her no matter what
7: we should also give team USA it's due tonight. uh, Because without their star. They go off and they they, they win the silver, uh, and and they, they do it amidst what I would assume is a great deal of pressure. All this drama yeah. surrounding the the, the the withdrawal of Simone Biles. How surprised were you that the team was able to to garner a silver medal?
6: Honestly, I, I wasn't too surprised. These girls are incredible, and I know that we talk about Simone all, so often and so much in the media. These girls don't really gather a lot of attention, yeah. and all of their hard work. All of the reason why they're on this team is because. They're Great. They're not good. They're great. And so they didn't lose a gold. They won a silver medal at the Olympics. And I'm so proud of them.
1: You were saying though, we were talking a little bit earlier about how they're like she's the she's the safety net in a way. When you know you have Simone on the team and then suddenly that safety net is taken away. And they stepped up in a huge way. They did, and they should be so proud of themselves for it. Yeah. Hoda?
0: Allie I've got a quick question uh, for you because it was really weird in this stadium because there were no fans and you could literally hear people talking and it was just bizarre and I know that Simone talked about how not having fans was going to affect her do you think that that could have played because sometimes you need people to rally and pick you up when you're feeling a little you know on edge.
9: Yeah to be honest I was thinking about this before they actually started to compete and this is probably Maybe an unpopular opinion because I know that the U.S. Olympic Committee and USA Gymnastics want to make money, but if I were the national team coordinator, I would have had no fans at Olympic trials and possibly even championships to get them used to what it will be like at the Olympic Games because I don't know if these athletes have ever competed without fans, maybe at training camp, but it is not the same thing. And I think that in order to get them to feel as prepared as possible, you want to try to do everything you can mm-hmm. to kind of um, make them feel as if they're as prepared as possible and the not fans could have definitely um, played into that because it's something that they're not used to and I think the the excitement from the fans especially at Olympic trials can really help you if you're feeling tired it gives you a little bit extra oomph and momentum so I, I thought about that I was like I wonder if at Olympic trials they shouldn't have had fans at least for one day but I know that. Everyone wants to make money, but I think it's important to get them mentally prepared.
0: That's that's interesting. Like recreate what would have been the scenario yes. in the finale by not having because yeah, it was raucous and crazy oh. with all those fans before it. Lori, were you? Um, I I just was I was kind of marveling at what Simone did after the fall. Like, I, I didn't know what she was going to do, but when I saw her kind of rise up, she became a coach, she became a friend, she was hugging, she was dancing. Like, I, I, was, I didn't know what to expect, but watching her in that role, cheering on her teammates as if she were, she were, she were on the floor herself competing was pretty remarkable. Does that sound like your Simone?
6: Uh, Yeah, honestly, I mean, she had so many options after pulling out of the competition. She could have easily, you know, stayed in, like, behind the scenes. She could have stayed in medical just to kind of protect her own mental health and well-being because it can be really hard to be you know, in this place. But instead, she chose to show up for her team. She chose to physically be there for these girls to make sure that they knew she had their back the whole way through. Um, And I I think that's huge. It's really important. Lori, what would your advice
1: be if you were gonna call Simone or she called you and she was thinking about, you know can I go forward can I do the individual can I can I compete what would you what would your pep talk be right now.
6: Uh, I would honestly just tell her how proud we are of her and that whatever decision that she makes whether to compete or to not compete. It doesn't take away anything that she's done in the past. Um, it, it absolutely holds weight and you are still one of the greatest athletes of all time.
7: Lori, um, uh, Mike Trico was on just a few minutes ago when, and we were talking about. Uh, Michael Phelps and Naomi Osaka and the, the spotlight that the 2 of them um, have been shining on mental health and sports and now um, Simone Biles help help us understand like is there something that we collectively as a society that we don't understand about the plight of of Olympic athletes in the United States of America.
6: You know, I'm glad to be asked that question. I I do think that there is a a thin layer of disconnect between Olympic athletes and kind of those who just don't play sports. Um, it is something that we are professionals at, but at the same time, there's this expectation of you're a professional athlete. Your mental is very strong. That means it must be very strong every single time, all the time. And when we have off days, it feels It feels like we're letting a lot of people down. And so um, being able to have people like Naomi Osaka and Michael Phelps and now Simone openly say, this is okay. I'm doing this for me. I'm actually not doing this for any of you. This is for me to make sure I'm okay. Um, and then when she competes and she does well, this is for me. It is not for you. Like that's kind of where we're
1: at. That's I think, a good so. reminder too. Absolutely. You know, it's yeah. like we all enjoy it, but she's, she's doing this competition for her to achieve something for her. That's what it's all about.
6: Yeah. And us as, as Americans, we are watching and supporting. We're not expecting anything of these athletes we are hoping for the best and rooting them on lori thank you so much ali you too
0: thank you yeah thank you yeah really cool and guys you know what i was just thinking i was thinking what if and i hope it isn't but what if that's like the last time we're going to see simone perform we don't know if she's going to take to the floor on on thursday or not but even in that moment i thought watching her today was remarkable and if that happened to be how it how it is at the end it was beautiful. Like she cared for her team. She lifted them up. She did all the right things. So I'm cheering for her. I hope she does come back on Thursday, but she gave us many years of pleasure, many years of being on our feet. I mean, she did things that were not humanly possible. So I think we have to remember what she has given us in this moment. If she's back Thursday, great. If not, for whatever reason, she's given us a lot. So we should, I think we should just say thank you. And again, you guys, everything is going to unfold later today. Primetime is going to be hot. I mean, the team was it was a nail biter. There's lots to watch. The coverage starts at 5 p.m. on the West Coast. Savannah, back to you.
1: All right, Hoda. Thank you so much. We'll check back in. Coming up next, the 17-year-old sensation who has a quite a story to share herself after becoming the first swimmer born in Alaska to win gold for Team USA. I cannot wait for y'all to catch up with our conversation with Lydia Jacoby right after this.
7: Back from Tokyo at 7:44 on the West Coast with an unexpected surprise for Team USA over the aquatic center. Well, it was a
1: good surprise. Yes. Lydia Jacoby, a 17-year-old from Alaska, pulled off a huge upset. She won gold in the 100-meter breaststroke. And earlier this morning, I got to celebrate with her when she stopped by to talk about her golden moment. You know, I was reading that when you woke up this morning, you felt you had a medal in you. Did you think it was going to be
8: a gold medal? I didn't. No. I mean, I knew um, it could be, and I wanted it to be. um, But, yeah, I was just fighting to get on the podium at all. So it's just incredible to um, come out of the water and see my name on the scoreboard. Can you take me back to that moment? You you touch, you finish, you look up at the scores, Mm -hmm. and it's
1: gold. It's Lydia Jacoby from Alaska, 17 years old, and it's gold. Yeah,
8: it's incredible. And just to be able to do that um, beside, like, Lily, who's been a um, big inspiration to me my whole life and, like, Now she's my teammate and we're competing and being on the podium together means a lot.
1: I I thought she was so sweet too. I mean you defeated the reigning Olympic gold champion, Lily King, your idol and also (laughs) she's your teammate and she came over and she she looked genuinely happy for you and thrilled for you. What
8: did that mean to you? It meant a lot to me. I know um, like. That's tough, like she's the reigning Olympic champion and um, like the reaction could have been very different and so I was just so happy that she she was so gracious and so amazing and just um, I, that really shows how much like Team USA comes together to um, like really all support each other and at the end of the day, like you just wanna get Team USA on the podium. She was proud of you. Maybe not as proud as um, the party that was going on <laughs> in your hometown.
1: Can we just roll the videotape of what was happening in now? Th- these are all just a few hundred of your closest friends in Alaska going crazy. What did you think when you first saw that?
8: Yeah, it's so funny. I, I haven't really watched it in detail yet, but yeah, there's definitely some of my best friends at the front there. You recognize some of these people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. We, we all grew up together, so it means a lot that. Um, Like they're here supporting me and like we did we did this together. Well Alaska is not known for its
1: competitive swimming. You're actually the first Alaskan ever to make the Olympic swimming team. Yeah. Obviously the first Alaskan ever to win an Olympic (laughs) medal. And I read that you you, the first time you'd ever swam in an Olympic length pool was after you
8: made this team. Well I've swam I've competed in. the Olympic length pool before, but we have one 50 meter pool in Alaska and it's always set up for yards. So I'd never like, um, I'd never been able to train consistently in it. Yeah, your family was proud too. They're down
1: in Orlando with the rest of Team USA. They, and they are, had a yeah, really yeah. sweet reaction. Have you been <laughs> able to talk to them?
8: I talked to them for about two or three minutes in the car. I think they were it. pretty fired oh. up too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mom's trying to film it. How'd <laughs> you get into swimming? Um. I, my parents put me in swimming when I was about six. Um, because we're they're we're boating family, so we have a sailboat. So they just wanted me to be safe in the water. And then um, from there, I just I had fun doing it with all my friends. And then eventually, I started excelling at it, and I kept going. It turned out you were really fast. You're also really, <laughs> really cool. You play bluegrass music. You're, you play the bass?
1: I do, you yeah. Sing. Uh-huh. Lily, you sing? Lily, I mean, Lydia, you're just cool. You're just a cool chick. I'm so glad, and now you're a gold medalist. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We're so happy to have you here, and good luck you. in your next event. She's awesome. I love yeah. her.
7: She, I heard what she said about your dress too. She, as, as you approach she's like, I really
1: love your dress. We were having a little mutual admiration society, but yeah. my, I, my admiration for her far exceeds. She was just, she's so cute. She's yeah. like, she plays at bluegrass festival She's from Alaska. I think we're gonna be. She's seeing going, her going to University of Texas mm-hmm. next year.
7: And her mother was like all of our mothers or the iPad. I know the iPad trying yep. to film
1: it. She's adorable.
7: Speaking of medal winners, the gold medal weatherman. That was a real stretch. It's late. It's late. It's like 1 a.m. You are skimming the trees, my friend. But you would be a gold medal weatherman if we had. (laughs) Stop it. No?
2: Anyway. Silver?
1: There's a lot of Guinness World Records. (laughs)
2: Yeah, well, I would like a Guinness right now. Uh, Dangerous (laughs) heat from Billings all the way to (laughs) Macon. We're talking about uh, 34 million people looking at that heat. And for today, we are going to see a few records, most likely through the Western and Central Plains, from 104 in Billings, Bismarck 103, Cincinnati 90, Tomorrow, that heat moves a little further to the south from Chicago, Pierre, down to Wichita. And then look at the weekend. We've got temperatures in the mid to upper 90s, but we're looking at feels-like temperatures that will be in the triple digits right on into the weekend. And that's your latest It's
1: weather. off the rails starting, starting Alan Craig. It's just call me a
7: husk of myself.
1: <laughs> I know. Guys, still ahead, we're going to have the very latest on this breaking news this morning. Simone Biles' decision to withdraw from that team event. And our conversation with her and her teammates, Hoda talk to them just moments after they powered through and the rest of the team won that silver medal coming up your 8 o'clock hour.